This is Luton Digital, the fantasy football podcast. Here are your hosts, Samo and Steve. Welcome back, everybody, to Luton Digital Fantasy Football Podcast. We are here for episode 48, two away from episode 50, and we are out on location here to record the opening of our podcast. It's game week 21, Sam, which I think you said, and uh, yes, we're in uh, Wardown Park, one of the cultural hearts of Luton, and featured at the in a hit BBC show over Christmas, uh, Wurzel Gummidge. And uh, we've got some ducks. What else can we see? So we've got Kenilworth the dog. Yes, and we have cars driving by and a bin in the background. So let's set the scene. Let's uh, get on with Reflections. So the main reflection of this game week is that David Moyes is back in the Premier League and his quote was that winning is what I do, which is certainly not what happened at United and Sunderland. But yeah, David Moyes is back. Great news, I think, for everyone who loves forward thinking, progressive football and what an inspired appointment from uh, Karen Brady and the rest of the West Ham staff. Yes, and um, as for fantasy football itself, well, I had a pretty bad week, but De Bruyne absolutely saved me there as I captained him, and he got a big 14 points, as did Calvert-Lewin and Deeney, who got 12. And they're the highest point scorers, and the average was 54. It was a pretty poor start to the game week after the first day for loads of managers, but the likes of Mane, Trent Arnold, De Bruyne, Rashford saved everyone. The One Point Captain Club. Yes, and I'm delighted to say, just two weeks into its launch, we have somebody who has won this week's One Point Captain Club. And step forward, Matthew and Ben Elwes, uh, manager and deputy manager of the Happy Hatters, who captained Haller this week. And he managed a magnificent... One point. Well done, lads. Manager of the Week. Let's look now at Manager of the Week. And we had reasonably high-scoring game week. As Samo, you said, we have, uh, not surprisingly, six of the top seven game managers this week. Captain De Bruyne, as one of the commentators on BT. BT likes to say, and they all got 70 points. Um, Boss Horses, 72, 75 for the Sick Boys. Neil's Wanderers, 77. A welcome return to form for the Lakes of Bromley with 79 points. Uh, But this week, a name who we have spoken about seldom. But Mr Newbold, ex of the W12 Parish. What a performance. B-S-O-T, Pharaohs, 84 points. Sam, tell us how, how did Loz manage those 84 points? Well, he benefited from having 
dunk on the bench, but um, as happened with loads of managers, Soyonku, Vardy, Lundstram all played zero minutes, so he got dunks eight points, and like loads of the managers in the top half of the league and the bottom half as well, he captained De Bruyne, and he also had Mane, Martial and Rashford, double United, we'll talk more about United later in the pod. League Table Time now to look at the league table after 20 game weeks and in 10th place down 2. It's the Hot Shots, 10-9-1, 109 off the lead. The Special Ones fall a further 3 places. Captain Grealish this week, Sam, if you could look up how many points Grealish got. And they are on 11.05. Bangers and Mash, oh, dreadful. They had a poor week last week and they dropped another four places this week to 8th, 11.06. Niels Wanderers are up 2 to 7th. The Lakes of Bromley are up 4 to triple, double Nelson. 1 1 1 1. Bonsies Hotspurs up 2, staying in it. 1 1 1 5. But the Goners, Ollie's Goners, uh, another good week for them. Up 2 places. 1 1 1 5. No, 1 1 1 9. Ian Reese is unmoved. He's had a good game week, but he's 53 off the lead now. Uh, and so he's unmoved with 11.47. Alex Perry remains in second, although he's cut the gap by four big points. And it's now just five with 11.95. And top of the shop as we approach a new decade. And I'm with him now. And earlier today, I went down the beach path to talk to the league Number one position. Attention please. Beach Path and Oak Road will be closed at the end of the game to assist the police with crowd dispersal. Thank you. That's right. Thank you, Steve. And joining us this week uh, down the beach path, it's my co-host, Samo, uh, who leads the league uh, for a second week. Uh, So first question, Samo. what have you done differently this year? Because this is a much better performance than we're used to seeing. Well, I've tried to be more. I've tried to be more patient with my transfers, and I've only made nineteen transfers this year. So that figure's higher than it was a few weeks ago. Since I've done a few transfers recently to try and preserve my lead, but I've also got some players earlier than others, such as. Like players, which were which, what would you what you would call templates, where loads of managers own them, such as Madison or Rashford. I got them earlier, and most people. And I also own I I have also owned Trent Arnold for most of the season, and loads of managers in the top half have gotten rid of Liverpool defenders. However, I have kept faith with Trent Arnold, and I was rewarded recently with his big twenty four points a few game weeks ago, which. Not many managers owned him during that haul. Samo, who is your biggest threat uh, in the second half of the season? Um, I'm probably going to say it's, yeah, the person in second, obviously, Alex Perry. He's a very experienced manager and he's only four behind me. And finally, um, question three is, will there be any more of the mistakes of recent weeks where you brought Abraham in? I will try not to make mistake, make them mistakes again, but I need to try and make my team less similar to Alex Perry. 
Talking points. Talking point this week is, is it time to hop on the United train? Because United, United players have done very well in recent weeks against Burnley, both Rashford, Martial scored. Same against Newcastle, Martial getting two goals and Rashford scoring as well. And Martial is relatively cheap for someone who is playing up front in United's system, 7.9, whereas Rashford is a bit more expensive with 9.1. Will you be doing any transfers to accommodate United players in your team, Steve? Yes. Okay, well, I guess I guess we'll be hearing more on that later, but I already, I already own Rashford and I have for, I have owned him for quite a few weeks and have taken advantage of his recent goal-scoring form, but I think in, in the next few game weeks I will be looking to get Martial in. Especially, especially as their next fixtures are against away at Arsenal and then they play Norwich at home. Then after that they have Liverpool away, of course. So, yeah, any, any more thoughts, Steve? I was just looking, Sam, at the um, wildcard usage and am i right in saying that uh you can't play it on game week 20 the first was last week the last week you could play it yes last yeah. week was halfway through the so season. those people we read out last week who hadn't played their wild card none of them have played their wild card so highest uh, ranked manager uh in fact who hadn't played their wild card even was uh tom winehorse in sixth place uh so i suppose if your team's not broken you don't need to fix it any more talking points, Samo? Speaking of Tom Winehorse, he has only made two transfers this season. Good luck, good work. And we had a look at him. We at that thing earlier this week about uh, what would have happened if you hadn't changed your team at all. I think it said I would have had one thousand and thirty-five points, which is not all that dissimilar to what I've actually got. It's only around. For, it's only around 40 less. And just um, some breaking news that's reaching us here in Fantasy League HQ. Uh, Kenilworth the dog has uh, told me earlier on the walk that he has played his wild card this game week. His second wild card, that is. And he's changing his t whole team. And it's now uh, Ken's Double Barrels. And uh, he's gone with a well-known theme. So well done, Ken, for getting early with the wild card. Big one, Matthew. I think I'm going to go for Anthony Martial this week. Arsenal's defence loves to concede a few goals and make some errors. And United are in very good goal-scoring form. That's six in their last two games United have scored. And Martial's got three in his last two as well. And he is in the goal-scoring form at the moment, so I am backing him to score again. Harry the Cat's Mystic Prediction. Mystic Prediction this week. Uh, if I had, I did like, uh, I think, Watford. I've got a temporary resurgence in the form, and I, I take them to beat Wolves in the three o'clock game on New Year's Day. And also, uh, another prediction, I think uh, Millwall will beat Luton, and after the match, uh, the board will see sense. It'll be time to part company. With Mr. Graham Jones. Game week preview. 
Time now for the game week preview and New Year's Day. Obviously, a lot of attention will be on that match at the New Den, Millwall versus Luton. So let's start there, Sam. What's your prediction? Uh, it's not that hard to predict. Millwall winning that one. Brighton, Chelsea, 12.30. I'm going for a draw here, 1-1. Chelsea don't seem... Chelsea don't seem to be doing very well against these against um, mid-table teams recently, but against against members of the top six, Arsenal, Spurs. Although it's debatable whether Arsenal can be considered top six anymore, they have turned up against them teams. But one-one over at Turf Moor, it's Burnley taking on the Villa. I think it's looking very likely that Villa are a candidate for the being relegated back down to the Championship, so 2-0 Burnley. Up at St James's, the Sports Direct Stadium, it's Newcastle versus Leicester City. Brendan Rodgers says Jamie Vardy will be back for that game, so 2-1 Leicester. Southampton take on Jose's Spurs. Probably 3-1 Spurs here. It's Watford Wolves. I agree with your prediction, kind of. I don't think Watford will beat Wolves. I think it will be a draw, 1-1. And then at 5.30, Manchester City take on Everton. Angelotti seems to be working his magic so far, but I don't think they will be able to get anything out of City, 2-0. And then it's Norwich Palace. I'm going to go for a 2-1 Norwich win here. West Ham Bournemouth. 1-1. And the 8 o'clock game is Arsenal versus Manchester United. I think United will win this 2-0 and David Luiz will be sent off. Always seems that Liverpool get an extra day to recover and their game is Thursday night, Liverpool versus Sheffield United. Yes, very suspicious. Let's, well, let's hope Lundstrom is back for this game, but I don't think he'll make much of a difference. 2-1 Liverpool. And finally, the World Darts final. Michael Van Gerwen takes on Peter. Right, right, right. It's the first of seven sets, I think, Sam. What's the score going to be? Uh, I'm not too familiar with dart scores, but Van Gerwen will win, it. Will, will win that one. My team, your team. Sam, tell us about the changes that you're making at the title winners elect. Well, um, I'm going to be bringing Jimenez back for Abraham, and I'll, I'll admit it was a bit of a mistake, my Abraham transfer, especially considering that Jimenez then proceeded to get a goal and an assist against City. But I'm doing it mainly because I don't think Chelsea will do much against Brighton, and um, mainly to make my team uh, more different from Alex Perry's team, since we both have Abraham and... Jimenez is a bit of a differential. Two changes for the specials and Martial comes in, as you thought he might, Sam, for John Joe Shelby. And to free up funds, uh, Abraham has left and he's been replaced by Ayu from the Palace. And I'm pretty happy now with that team. It does mean there's no place uh, in the... First eleven for Calvert Lewin. Um, he did score, obviously, two way at Newcastle, and I got a little bit lucky because he came off the bench. But this is a stage of the season where you need 
strong bench and that's what he is there for obviously in an ordinary week he would probably start instead of Cantwell but Cantwell home to Palace still in my side might, might opt to change that because Palace obviously quite solid don't concede many so what do you reckon Sam bit of advice there would you start Lewin Calvert or would you start Cantwell I would start Lewin Calvert. Fair enough. Fair enough. Interesting, in FIFA 20 earlier, uh, Calvert-Lewin has signed for Palace, which was a strange move. But there we go. Last chance, Golden Gamble. Golden Gamble. Who is captaining your side this week, Sam? I'm going for Jamie Vardy as he's back from being rest he's recovering from being rested in the last game and I think he'll score away at Newcastle interesting and uh, the Vards uh, given De Bruyne's form but I might think I might copy that I might go Vards because he has as you say had the rest Talk us through the celebration he's going to do. He's just obviously had his fifth child. Um, so he puts it in the onion bag. He wheels away. Uh, what do you expect to see, Sam? Two backflips. Anything to acknowledge the new baby? Probably. Yeah, mate, that might also happen. A swing, some sort of cradle. Maybe he'll suck his thumb. Uh, so one to watch out for. There. The fourth official has indicated there will now be a minimum of three minutes time allowed. Just three minutes time allowed. We're into time allowed now. Uh, special New Year curry tonight. Their naan bread um, is rising, hopefully, as we speak. So never made it before. So are you looking forward to that, Sam? Yes. And any message for our loyal listeners well have a happy new year and good luck I guess and uh, if you are drinking tonight thinking maybe if you're from the land down under keep it safe keep it legal good night everyone good night That was Luton Digital. Tune in again next game week. And good luck, managers. Hope you get a shed load of points.